Here we go. Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a podcast dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, I talk to my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's going on, Jabronis? It's Pitch Mr. Perfect, Skylar Aston. Hey, this is Bruce Pritchard. This is Roast Battle Season 1 champion, Mike Lawrence. Husky, Steve Kazee. This is Trey Kirby. This is your girl, WWE superstar, the legit boss, Sasha Banks. Hi, this is Lillian Garcia. My name's Kevin Owens. I'm Shinsuke Nakamura. I'm AJ Styles, the phenomenal one, if you will, and you're listening to the And you're listening, you're to, listening to, to You're listening to And you're listening to, you're listening to You are listening to the Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. The Masked Man Show. Welcome to the Ringer Wrestling Show. This is David Shoemaker. I'm here with Kaz. Yo. I'm here with Greg, but more importantly. We're all here with Ricardo Rodriguez. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic this morning. Thank you guys for awesome. having me. Oh, thank, thank you, you for so making much time. for doing this. Uh, uh, I'm excited. I can't wait to talk more about my first WrestleMania and everything that is going to happen this weekend. <laughs> you, before we came on the air, you were talking about having a little fun outside of the ring. Um, is that? But this, you could do a lot of media. You're getting to travel a little bit, and you got the big, you got the, you know, WrestleMania event itself coming up. What is the highlight of the weekend for you? The highlight of the weekend, I feel like, is going to be just being out there in front of the crowd. Like, I honestly am just so excited to be in that ring in SoFi Stadium in front of a full audience. Like, yeah. I I can't even imagine what it's going to be like. Because the biggest crowd I've been in front of, honestly, I can't give you a number, but I, I'm, I'm assuming it was... Oh, maybe it was just SmackDown in Tampa because that was a sold out show for us, too. So, yeah, this is this is big for me. <laughs> Raquel, you know, you said it's your first WrestleMania uh, and you were like one of the first class of like main event women from the NXT 2.0 era. Right. Where, you know, you got the call up and you've had some 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 up and downs during the first year. <laughs> now you're here at WrestleMania. You're in the tag team showcase with Liv Morgan. Um, what's what's the excitement level like? Is it more nerves? Is it more? It's about time that we made here. Like, what's the first sort of thought when it comes to getting here in Los Angeles and getting to WrestleMania? It's definitely both. It's definitely both because I've had such a long journey when it's been coming up through NXT and then NXT 2.0 and then getting the call up and having, like you said, the journey of my first year being on SmackDown full of lots of amazing highs, like being in the ring with Ronda Rousey and lots of lows as well, like being kind of you know, moved around and switched around with tag team partners and whatnot. But I'm very excited to be a part of the weekend. And I'm very nervous because obviously there's a lot of pressure that comes with being a, on the card for WrestleMania day one and day two. Yeah, you mentioned like bouncing around with tag team partners, but isn't that kind of what gives you the upper hand though in the match? I feel like, cause I think I said this on the prediction show, you're the tag team specialist in the match. People might look at Natty as that, but you're the only one you had the NXT tag team championship. True. 
the tag team titles on the main roster, True. a lot of different partners. So I feel like as nervous as you may be presenting, I think you're trying to <laughs> set people up a little bit. Like you could tell us. Like, hey, listen, don't don't give away my game, all right? Like I'm the new kid on the block. Okay. This is my first WrestleMania. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need to know all my secrets. Yes, there's there's confidence hidden behind here. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, I've definitely, I feel like I know everybody in the match. I feel like I know their moveset. I feel like I know what they're going to be up to next. Like the only one who might be a little, you know, fresh for me is Chelsea, but I've been in the ring with Chelsea, so I'm not too worried about her. Um, you talked about performing in the big arena. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm never going to be in the kind of shape that you're in or anybody that you work with is in. When I think about WrestleMania, when I think about WrestleMania, what I think is, man, I would be exhausted by the time I got to the ring, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it's got to be, it's a, it's a big, it's a huge difference. So even for you, is in great shape. To be, what, what kind of advice have you gotten from people who've done this before about things you might not think about, about how WrestleMania is going to be different? You know, what's funny is we never really talk about being gassed. We do talk about, you know, the physical state of when we are gassed, how, yeah. how tired we are and, and huffing and puffing. But leading up to it, we're never like, oh, what are you doing to train for that? I think we all have our different regimens and ways and stuff. I'll say a good warm up for what I think WrestleMania is going to be like is the Royal Rumble mm. running down that big ramp. <laughs> Especially yeah. when you're in a rush, you're just sprinting down there and then you got to get in and just whoop some butt all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's a good warm up. <laughs> you know, Ra Raquel, uh, one of my good friends, Dave, who uh, wrote a great story on the, the, the powerhouse, the powerhouse era of the women's division right now. Right. You got Rhea Ripley, you got Bianca Belair, you got Charlotte Flair, you got yourself, you know, um, as far as bringing something different to the women's division that, you know, maybe was first saw by people like China and people like, uh, I mean, I'm forgetting a few names here, but Beth Phoenix, Beth of course. Phoenix, thank you so course, much. Yeah. Um, about bringing that sort of powerhouse game to the women's division. How does that sort of favor you in the match that has eight, well, six different teams and six different styles and your style is much more of the, the powerhouse variety. I think it favors me in a way that my tag team partner is the complete opposite. You know, Liv Morgan is tiny. She's quick. She's, she's a little nuts. She's a little nuts and <laughs> sneaky, you know, but we're all yeah. a little nuts. You know? <laughs> um, and so I think like that, that really helps me out because all of the things that I can't do, she takes care of. Mm. And same goes for her. Whatever she can't do, I handle. So we have each other's backs. And I know that maybe the other teams are going to be looking at me as the first big target they're going to want to take out. Mm. Mm -hmm. But I know I got her help just in case. And I mean, I've picked up two girls at one time. This <laughs> yeah, six other women, no big deal. Six at one time. Hey, it's WrestleMania. We got to pull out all the stops. You gotta do if there's one get, get point moment, in time right? that I'm going to pick up six women, it is going to be this weekend. Okay. Do you feel that? Do you feel the pressure to talk what you've done before? I mean, I know that some people in this company have flipped over semi trucks and like, what, there's been a lot of, but like, is there, is there, do you have to get in the gym and say, what can I pick up that I didn't pick up last time? Oh, hundred percent. Or, you know, if I'm not in the gym lifting weights, I'm also thinking, okay, what athletically can I do physically do in a good way to pull out when it comes to WrestleMania? Because as a big woman, there's a lot of times that, you know, my feet are always on the ground. <laughs> so just the idea of maybe even coming off of the ground, I don't know, off of the top rope, something like that. That's a, that's kind of where my mind is at okay. when it comes to WrestleMania. Now, now you, you I, I'm scared now just thinking about it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you mentioned it, right? Like, uh, um, uh, you know, Braun's here. He's kicking it with us. Hey, Braun, good to see you. And uh, he's he's had plenty of WrestleMania moments, and this is your first WrestleMania moment. Has he given you any sort of things as far as advice, as far as things to look out for, things that people may not have 
probably told you ahead of time that he can probably give you as far as uh, heading into a match like this or a venue like this? He has given me a, qu a couple of pointers, especially coming from a big man specialist like he is. Um, I know that lots of those pointers will come with, you know, after his match Saturday because there's things that will pop into his head that could possibly help me Sunday. So I'm really looking forward to picking his brain after that. <laughs> but I'm a little upset he's sitting right here. He's going to steal all my secrets. I <laughs> hey, look at him. He's sitting over there just smiling like, yep. <laughs> Well, I was going to ask you about that. Did you give him any secrets? Because, I mean, this is no disrespect to Braun and Nicholas. Love that match. But you do walk in, uh, to me, the, the tag team specialist of the two. So did you have any pointers for him in terms of, you know, having a new partner that you're still trying to get to know who may be a high flyer and this is what you can do to work together? It's so funny that we're both in this position right now because his tag team partner as well is the complete opposite of him. You know, Ricochet is a high flying, fast moving, just above and beyond amazing athlete just like Liv is and so it's funny that I don't I feel like we don't really have to talk too much about pointers we kind of like pick it up from You're just watching it? each yeah. other because yeah. 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 we're You're both, both in like, yeah. Yeah. I mean I don't want to say he's copying me but I, I did it first you got there first you did get there first <laughs> oh he is on Saturday dang it he's gonna do it first jeez ah, it's all good they won't know they won't know yeah yeah they, they won't know <laughs> to make it work so we're completely different <laughs> Nice, nice. Um, I mentioned uh, the NXT uh, chapter of your career and sort of being in, uh, I, I wouldn't want to say a, a confusing spot, but it was, it was a period of transition where yep. a lot of things were sort of happening. You kind of got put in a position where, you know, you not only had to be, uh, I guess, for lack of a better term, an elder statesman, even though everybody was still kind of new, but you were immediately thrust back into being, you know, at the forefront of NXT 2.0. Now seeing, you know, they have Stand and Deliver on Saturday, uh, a lot of people that you were in that class with, you know, uh, uh, Damage Control, a couple uh, EO Sky, all these people having their first sort of WrestleMania moments. Um, this time last year, when you were all in Orlando, kind of talking around and not knowing what the hell was going to be next, could you have right. seen yourself here at this moment in Los Angeles it, in your first WrestleMania? It was honestly, and and it still was this past year. It's so hard to look that far ahead into the future, For sure. especially in the positions that you're put in where you're like, you, you're right. It was a very confusing time for a lot of us, especially us as women with the way the women's division was changing and the direction it was suddenly going. So it was a very confusing time. I remember talking to EO in the locker room, just kind of figuring out what we were going to try and change or, mm. or bring to the table or what we needed to do to stay in the picture. Um, and so like seeing us all here and seeing Dakota here and, and having Bailey and, and be a part of all of that, it's really, really cool to know that we all were able to make it to this point, which is going to be the biggest WrestleMania in WWE history. And we're in Hollywood and it's two nights and I couldn't be happier for those women because I know what they went through and I know they feel the same way for me too but it really was a confusing time and I'm just so glad that we're here and we're doing it we're going <laughs> yeah. big so I won't ask you to project out to next year but I'll at least ask you to take me through to next Friday are there any women still in NXT that you would like to see join you guys? Ooh, um, yes, do it yes. On, the, on the main stage. Oh my gosh, there's so many. You know, I I had the opportunity of working with Indy Hartwell a little bit while I was down in NXT, and she is one heck of a hard worker, and she is entertaining too. So I'm really excited to see her up here. Um, and Zoe Stark, Zoe Stark is an amazing athlete. You know, she's gone a little yeah. bit on the bad side recently, <laughs> but we still love her. We still love what she does. Still in the talented. Ring. Might, still might talented. Yeah. Questionable personality, but still talented. <laughs> you know, there's a lot. Of questionable personalities. We don't have to get into those. <laughs> hey, you might be sitting around a table with one. Yeah. <laughs> hey, no pointing fingers, but we all know who. <laughs> How, when you 
I know you spent a lot of time down there training and you learn, I mean, everybody can imagine, uh, you've seen pictures online if you haven't been there in person, but all the rings in one room and there's so much, you know, the, the weight room and everything else. How much do they prepare you for this part of the job for spending days just talking to people like us with microphones in front of your face? They really, it's hard to say that they really do prepare you for this because <laughs> <laughs> when I first started at the PC and it was all those rings in, in the performance center and we had the training thing, it was literally you show up, you have your training and your ring with your coach for a couple hours, you take a break, you have your promo class or, or you go into the mirror room and you do stuff by yourself. We do have media meetings and stuff like that, where we kind of talk about, you know, like, um, what's next or whatever, but this itself, I feel like is something that just kind of comes with the trade and it comes with time and getting to spend awesome time with people like you guys. Oh, so thank you. So do you think it would be helpful for uh, WWE to send us down to the performance center, like once a month to ask people some silly questions? I think so. I think so. You know, put some people on the spot in there. Let's see. <laughs> it's seek or swim down there. And I think you guys would be a good little platform to help push that a little bit. You know, uh, <laughs> this WrestleMania is also special, not only because of the several women's matches on the show, but you got legends coming back and Lita and Trish Stratus who have done so much for uh, the women's division. Um, I know you are very inspired by those two amongst, you know, many other women in the division. Um, talk to me about what it's like to be on the same card as like the two most iconic women's wrestlers of, of of the attitude era. It's insane. Yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely insane. And I I thought it was I mean it's it's still very insane to me that I was on the same card as my idol Beth Phoenix at Elimination Chamber in Canada a couple mm, weeks ago. Yeah. But to know that I'm also at WrestleMania with Beth Phoenix, Lita and Trish Stratus it's just it's it's crazy. You never think like what I said are, what are it's, the conversations like. <laughs> <me asking. laughs> I mean, I've only I've only had a few moments with with Trish and Lita because they're usually on Raw, so I haven't had too many interactions. But I had a few conversations with Lita back in the May Young Classic when I first started, and and getting to hear from her and getting to hear from Beth about you know keeping women looking strong and, and, and staying strong to women empowerment and what we believe in and what we stand for and being good role models for the future females who are watching us constantly every day. Mm -hmm. It's just inspiring to know that they are still in that forefront and they are still pushing forward to help inspire those young women. And they still inspire me every day with everything that they do. Even this WrestleMania, they're working hard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. We gotta let you get out of here, but is that, is that the match you're looking forward to seeing the most? If not, what's your, as a, as a fan, what are you looking forward to most this week? As a fan, because I absolutely love working her and I'm a huge fan of her work, I'm really excited to see Rhea Ripley and yeah. Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's title. I think they yeah. always come out there and both those women give it their all. They really are passionate about this and, and going out there and showing what women can do, both from an athletic and a performance standpoint. And Rhea Ripley has really just come into her own, especially this year, being a part of Judgment Day, taking that story and just running with it and being mommy. I'm just, I'm so excited. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm a little jealous because I'm big mommy, but whatever. We'll get to that later. <laughs> I, I want to toss up one last question. I know uh, WrestleMania Backlash, we're, we're, we're fast forward a little, a little bit. bit. Uh, WrestleMania right. Backlash in Puerto Rico. Puerto Rico. Posted by Bad Bunny. You know what I mean? I know you're yeah. so proud of your Latin heritage. Isn't that so cool? Bad Bunny's my coworker. I get to say that. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I mean, talk about it. Like, Bad Bunny, one of the biggest artists in the world. Yeah. Uh, uh, you know? Hosting a, a pay-per-view, a, a premium, premium live, live event. event. <laughs> 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 Exclusively on Peacock. Exclusively on Peacock. 
Um, I mean, I know there obviously WrestleMania has to happen first before we get into backlash, but just that announcement going into another country, you're, you're one of your, you know, uh, being a, a, someone of Latin heritage, what is it like having to be that, having that show coming up? In, uh, oh, it's in so exciting. I got a little taste of it because we had some live events down in Mexico in past, this past November. Saw that, And yeah. being in front of the Mexican audience, just you can feel their love and their excitement for getting to be a part of a WWE show because it's so rare that we get these moments to go down there and share this experience with them. And you just feel it. Even looking out into the crowd, you can look out and just see all of the thousands of fans and they're all just invested in what is happening in the ring. It's so humbling. So I'm so excited to go back to Puerto Rico because this is the first premium live event we're going to have in so long. <laughs> like and 20 years, I think. Yeah, like, oh. yeah, like 20 years. So I know like Damian Priest is very excited. Yes. Zelina Vega is very excited. I'm very excited. It's it's going to be an awesome event. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, man, I am too. It's going to be so Fantastic. awesome. Raquel, congratulations on your first Thank WrestleMania. You. Yep. It's going to be awesome. Good luck at the Tag Team Showcase yeah, match. Early congratulations on your first WrestleMania Thank win. You. I'm calling it. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> we're putting it in the atmosphere. Uh, exactly. You know, it's going to be great. Exactly. Exactly. Believe it, you can achieve it. That's, That's right. right. All right. Good. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank Thanks, you. Marco. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, File a claim right on the State Farm mobile app and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. We're going to keep things going right now. We are now sitting here with the one, the only, Ron Stroman. How you doing, Ron? I'm doing. I'm all right. Hungry. So you guys might be in no, a little trouble. It's funny. Yeah, you just scared the listen, just listen. I, I was scared until I saw that there was a, a giant box of cinnamon toast crunch that we can sacrifice <laughs> if we need to just jump into survival but mode. But it's mania. I can't eat cereal right now. It's meat only, and I'm meat looking only? at three meats sitting oh, in front of me. Oh, so oh, is, is, is peanut butter on the menu? Because I, I peanut butter is on the I menu. Had, I heard little, somebody had to bit. connect to uh, an awesome peanut butter brand. Maybe there is a new peanut butter brand out there that's growing. No, yeah, that's one of the things that I've been proud of uh, the, in my entrepreneurship, heavy on the manure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the, 
that, yeah, that I've been doing and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I launched a peanut butter company last year and stuff, named it in an ode to my father, Rick the Crusher Sherrod. It's called Crusher Nuts. We do gourmet peanut butters. <laughs> There's nothing healthy about it. It's not going to make you look like me. I'm sorry, but it's going to make you feel like me, happy, jovial, and loving life. Um, I got three flavors out right now. Um, cookies and cream cereal s'mores and crusher cookie the cr cookies and cream is a creamy peanut butter with oreos ground up in it the cereal s'mores is a chocolate peanut butter with sea salt graham crackers and freeze-dried marshmallows and the crusher cookie is a creamy peanut butter with m&m chips ahoy ground up in it stay tuned to new flavors coming out i have 39 flavors that i can do in almond and cashew butters is coming as well now LeBron, as, yeah as, as delicious as that sounds i gotta say since you've come back, you've you've gotten in amazing shape. Like you've dropped Thank you. like a ton of pounds. You look spelt. You're doing the the the, the Hulkamania rip of the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's actually one of my new moves. I actually said that like the one where guys are putting the matches together and stuff like that. I make sure you get the shirt rip in because that's what people are paying to see. It works, it works man. <laughs> yeah. Talk to me about it, man. Outside of obviously the crazy workout regimen you get into, like what have you done just as far as to get your body right to a point that you're you know super honestly proud a of lot it? of what I've done with my body and changing my body all stem from mental stuff. You know, nice. going through some parts in life where I was unsure of what I wanted to do and, you know, times of, that was uncertain that I even wanted to be here anymore. And, you know, uh, one of the things that I could control in my life was my diet and my training. You know, there's so many aspects of life that you don't have control over. And I've learned through the years that, you know, the stuff that you technically don't have control over, don't sweat it as much. So I, I, I really focused on when I was dealing with mental health issues that being consistent holding myself accountable for things was a great test and practice to help me learn to deal with some of these issues I was having mentally. So uh, I'm a firm believer and I tell everybody when I, they ask how I getting in shape and being in the shape that I am, it's 85% mental, 15% what you do in the gym and what you put into your body. The rest is telling yourself, Hey, you got to get up at six o'clock in the morning. You got to go do an hour worth of cardio. You got to come back and you got to eat egg whites with oatmeal with nothing in it. Mm -hmm. I don't know if y'all have ever ate egg whites and oatmeal with oh, nothing it's on not it. fun yeah it's been a loss that i've had, had only with at least some fruit or some because that's what trust me because yeah bro trust me i want to get up in the morning i want pancakes i want to get slutty on an yeah, omelet man like all at that least stuff, a scoop of crushing nuts in the oatmeal <laughs> so now so that 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 that's my guilty pleasure and stuff like that that is one of my favorite meals of the day so like yeah with how i start my day is usually get up hour fasted cardio empty stomach then i'll come back and either do oats or cream of rice with protein powder and a tablespoon of crusher nuts peanut butter and man it's they're not yeah, a better way peanut to start butter the in the oatmeal is a sneaky good uh, snack. My boy that. Kev put me onto it, and when he when the words left his mouth, I thought it was the most ridiculous thing I ever heard. <laughs> peanut butter in hot cereal. But if you don't trust Kev or me, listen to Braun. Don't sleep on <laughs> nah, it. Don't it, sleep it on works. it. I'm telling you. I yeah, swear it works. Peanut butter. The last I, I met you years ago and interviewed you for a 2K thing. It was out. Was it, it was in LA years and years ago. Um, and I asked you what your Chipotle order was at that point. I don't even remember what you answered, but it was like the biggest social media. Like, like people, people go nuts with like, I guess for somebody yeah, with how I eat. Cause that's even now with like my diet leading up to WrestleMania is like, I clean bulk, which is like really, really hard to do. So on a day to day food consumption, I'm eating around seven and a half to eight pounds of meat and around four and a half to five pounds of rice and around three pounds of vegetables a day. So like I weighed out all my meals 
because I'm eating 21 to 23 pounds of food a day. So I'm basically a, a, a vertical tiger. <laughs> so you don't, so, you, so the, new, the new you, is it no more Chipotle? Like, no, I still you, do the Chipotle you, and stuff like that. So yeah, my Chipotle go-to orders, uh, now I do plain rice because they throw a little bit of oil in it when they mix it with the cilantro stuff that's on the bar. So I ask them to get it from the back so there's no oil added into it yet. And then it's uh, three scoops of steak, a scoop of chicken, a little bit of pico de gallo, a little bit of corn, and a tiny drizzle of sour cream. Sounds wild. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I'm eating every two and a half hours of the day, doing an hour, hour and a half cardio a day, spending about an hour and a half in the gym. And then, yeah, still live events, uh, Saturday, Sunday, TV's Friday, getting still sprinkled in a mix of raw. It's good, though. That's what I said. Uh, I, I, I always take pride in knowing, as much as it's frustrating getting those last-minute calls, hey, you're needed for Raw, um, and you're already in the air, and you've packed for three days, and now you got to be on the road for five days, it's still such a blessing to know that the company relies on me like that. Like, I, I always joke around. I've always been the company's plan B, mm-hmm. because no matter what, when plan A isn't working or something happens with plan A, in case of emergency, there's this thing over here. In Break case of emergency, glass. there's this piece of glass and bronze names written underneath it. Because right. when you hit that, it doesn't matter what's going on. For some odd reason, my character can be shoehorned into any storyline. Like we're right at right now, we're talking about leading into WrestleMania. Who would have thought all this craziness would have come up? The friendship that's been kindled between Ricochet and myself. So that's yo, we're, we're, so a wonderful that, right? pivot, by the way. I was, I was, yeah, I was about to get to that, right? So I'm good. This, I know. This team started. Started off uh, off of social media, right? It like, did. It yeah, did. With, with Omos, which I, I, anybody listen to the show, I fancy myself as a, as a, a hostile enthusiast. When I see big dudes fighting, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, this is my shit. Big boys always put asses in seats. Always, always, right? And then he got on on social media and he said something that you know rattled the cages of a lot of internet wrestling fans about the flippy stuff. And oh yeah, obviously, I love I love stirring the proverbial hornet's nest of the internet wrestling community. One because it's so easy. Y'all sell so hard for me, so hard. <laughs> so, so tell me, so okay, so how much of that was all right? This is how I truly feel, and how much of it was. Well, wow, we actually have something here. You know what I mean? Like you have one of the greatest high flyers to ever do this. Oh, without a doubt. And, 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 and if if you people that know me, like everyone in our locker room knows me and how I am. That's how I For joke. Sure. Like if I'm picking on you, that means I care about you. That's just the personality that I am. If I'm going out of my way and spending my time on you, whether it's picking you, talking to you, whatever, that means I care about you. If I don't talk to you, that means I don't like you. Gotcha. So uh, <laughs> that's what I said, joking around. And I was feeling myself. I think that almost and I went out there and absolutely tore the house down. I mean, I think so. Yeah, that's what I said. We do stuff. One, where on earth do you see two human beings like that in the same room? Right. Much less going out there doing what we did. So I have no problem patting myself on the back, on the internet, wherever. Some people like it. Some people hate it. But guess what? Look where we're at. Look what happened out of one tweet. One tweet set the entire internet on fire, and it's leading to a showcase match at WrestleMania. So, did I do something right, or did I do something wrong? I think it all. I think it all works out. Yeah, I think, I think we're in a beautiful time in, in, in sports entertainment professional. Absolutely, you you hit the nail on the head right there. Right now is the absolute, in my opinion. I've been with WWE for almost ten years right now, and right now I feel like it's the hottest it's been since I've been with the company. Like just coming off this past weekend's. 
live events, TV, stuff like that. We're Las Vegas, sold out Friday. Salt Lake City, sold out Saturday. Denver, Colorado, sold out Sunday. Phoenix, sold out Monday. Here, Road to WrestleMania, man, it's, man, the business is unbelievable. It's such a great time to be in it. The shows are electric, so much fun. The fans are ravenous, looking forward to the what's next, and man, it's a great time to be in L.A. We're about to set this place on fire this weekend. SoFi sold out both nights. Man, this man, let's go. You mentioned you mentioned those house shows. A, a photo went viral this past weekend of uh, the challenger for the world for the Universal oh, yeah. World Champions. All the shoulders. <laughs> Yeah. Quick question. When is the last time you've been on anybody's shoulders? <laughs> Probably when I was a kid on my dad's. And then, trust me, they there must they had to have sifted through 10,000 pictures to get two that looked like we were both comfortable because <laughs> I was standing on the – at first, so Cody had already picked up Rico and walking around. We had, like I said, same, uh, Denver, Colorado. Man, what an unbelievable show we had. Over 10,000 tickets bought. Last time we were there, Monday Night Raw, which I'm not on that show they only sold six thousand tickets so we come through again now we got over ten thousand sold so i don't know we're speaking who's on the card i don't know who puts butts in seats or not but anyway no nah, just having fun like i said we're we're just running out there ricochet myself cody rhodes versus the bloodline man just six absolute over-the-top superstars in one building man the place was on fire and then just having fun that's the cool thing about with the our live events but with the difference between tv i tell everybody tv is such a complete different animal monster than what our live events are at the end of the day when we're at tv every week we're wrestling for that tiny little red dot on those cameras all over the place when you come to a wwe live event we are literally that audience's crowd that night we're our job is to take every person in that building on an emotional roller coaster so you never know what's going to happen like i said yeah that picture went so viral i saw him pick up ricochet walking around and i saw him look over and eyeball me and i was like nah he's not that crazy (laughs) i'm standing on the second going full hogan you know doing the whole muscle pump thing all of a sudden i see some frosty tips show up between my legs and i look down (laughs) and i'm going cody what are you doing he's like i think i can get you up i was like bro I'm 340. I'm right at 340 right now. <laughs> He's like, I think I can do it. I said, like, you got WrestleMania next week. I think I can do it. All right. If you get hurt, don't right, throw me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> it works out both ways because you're plan B. If it doesn't, you know, yeah, exactly. yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe I had something up my sleeve. No, but it, no, it made for so much fun. Like I said, I have such a great time. Cody's so awesome to have back. It's so good to have him back in the locker room and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, just fun. At the end of the day, man, that's. I don't know how you do this job and not have fun. This is the absolute best job on earth. At the end of the day, we're out here play fighting with our friends in our underwear. Yeah. It's every yeah. five-year-old's dream. Yeah. I love it, man. And that's what I said. It shows because the, 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 the crowds are having fun. When we're having fun in the ring, the people are having fun with us. Everybody wins, and it's so amazing. It's such a just a great time to be alive, be in the business, and just, man, wrestling. Wait, when you, you – you were talking about how good it is right now. When you talk to the guys who and the women who worked in like the Attitude Era, a lot of them will say, "Dude, we didn't appreciate how good it was in that moment." Or the ones that did were like who came up, you know, who were wrestling in high school gyms two years before. They were just like, you know, with WWE, not on the Indies. They're like, it got so big, and the, and and being in the, it didn't matter if you were champion. It didn't matter if you were on top of the card or on the bottom of the card. It was just such a, it, it felt amazing to be a part of that thing. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I hear that when you're talking about the company right now. And I don't know how much you've been really open about your mental health struggles and everything you've been through over the past couple of years. But so correct me if I'm reporting something that or saying something that isn't really true, but it seemed like that you were kind of at some point really you put a lot of weight in the champ on the championship belt and on being on top of the card. Yep. And it see it feels to me like you've found a different kind of happiness right now with being a part of this bigger product. So you're exactly right. So my, when I first, I was, yeah, I call it my first run with WWE. It's something that I, it's a cur blessing and a curse that I have. It's not only that I just do it in wrestling. I'm a perfectionist about stuff. Like I'm so hard on myself that I have to be perfect. Everything has to be right. One with my, my thought of in wrestling is that these people are taking the time out of their life. They're spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to travel to California on plane tickets, hotels, the tickets to get into the shows. And at the end of the day, it's my job to entertain them. And I want to make sure people are getting their money's worth. And before I used to be so worried about little things like what we talked about earlier that were out of my control. Mm. And I would keep my mindset on this stuff that didn't really matter. And I was losing sight of what was important and that was having fun. And now with this time back and being away from the company and having an opportunity to, to take a breath, because the first six years I was with the company, I had blinders on. It was just go, 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 arena, hotel, airport, gym, repeat for years on end. And you just all of a sudden that gets taken away from me. And I have a time to take a step back and go, wow, like, man, I've done a lot of stuff and I've been very true truly blessed about it but at the end of the day i took it for granted at times because i never thought it was going to end and you know you get caught up in this hustle and bustle that comes with this celebrity life and you start it turned me into something that i wasn't it turned me away from that that shy bullied kid that was going to prove the world wrong that told him he couldn't do anything. And I started finding myself turning in to those people that told me I was never going to mount anything. And I had a real epiphany, I guess, with myself going, what are you doing? What would that 13 year old fat kid crying in the bathroom in high school? Cause he's being picked on. Think of you right now, if he saw you and I was disappointed in myself and it made me realize how amazing this life is that I've been given and that I need to take full advantage of it and be appreciative and humble myself enough to realize that I didn't get here on my own, that so many people have helped me along the way and that this is a chance now that I'm back home where I belong, that I can do the same for somebody else, that I can help these people that have helped me along the way, that I can show these kids that are being told that they're never going to amount to anything, that they've been bullied, that been picked on that. That's all bullshit. And you can be whatever you want to be as long as you believe in yourself and you don't give up on yourself. The world's never going to give up on you. And that's my whole outlook on this now. Like I take every opportunity that this company gives me because I don't know when my last opportunity is going to be. So I take everyone that they give me and I do the absolute most that I can with it because they are that special. That, yeah, man. Yeah, like, I, don't, I don't know how you follow that up. That is, that's real shit right yeah, there. Yeah, that is. That's I like, mean, I, I, you know, I've, I've you know, folks who listen to this show, I always say how much I'm a big fan of of the super heavyweights and things you've done in your career. And obviously the year away from WWE has done so much for you, not just, you know, on the physical. I mean, you look great, but mentally it's mm -hmm. obviously uh, uh, taken a lot uh, towards you. Obviously, you've had to not just deal with losing 
you know, your livelihood, you've gone through personal loss, you've gone through, you know, uh, co-workers, you know, losing their lives and stuff like yeah. that. Um, how much did all of that sort of factor into realizing that you were in a place that you didn't feel was true to what you all of it every bit of that like losing people that i worked with seeing my co-worker like one of my best friends lost his wife this last year out of nowhere and oh man i told myself i'm getting emotional it's Uh, all right bro it's all right we all hit man yeah man at the end of the day life is so precious like i see it every day with the tweets and the social media love and the the parents that send me videos of their kids going into anesthesia holding my action figures listening to my music on their way to school on their way to have a brain tumor removed doing these make a wishes and stuff like that like i never in a million years thought i would mean this much to people much less strangers that i've n- that have never had an ounce of interaction with me in life other than what they see in my character on tv and it 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 pushes me to like there's because there's been so many times that I've been here and I've been mentally just tired and shot out and my body hurts and I miss my family and I miss everything that, it, you know, comes with normalcy, the normal life. But then I realize the gift that I've been given to give people strength through my character and what I do on TV. And that's what keeps me going. That's what keeps all of us going. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many of the superstars that whether they'll admit it or not dig down deep every day because of the kids out there, because of the people with special needs, the people with disabilities that lean on us and believe that we're real life superheroes. I hate the saying, never meet your heroes. Mm. I want every person that ever meets me in person in real life to go, you know what? Braun Strowman is everything I thought he was and more because you get one chance at this. And I want people to remember me for the man that I am more than the wrestler that I am. We gotta let you get out of here, Greg. Yeah, I don't think there's a better way to end it on that, man. No, there, awesome. there really is not. I just want to thank Braun for being so open so about open, everything. Yeah. Just That's like huge. the the struggles that he's been through, and you know, the one thing I want to touch on, but he he got to was just how special that connection is because you were away, and then your music hit, and it was like. It was like you were never going. Yeah, yeah the, the, the well, fans you could see the emotion with, in my face. It was everything oh. I could do to hold tears back coming yeah. out. It was just, yeah. I mean, like I'm thinking about it right now. It's just, it's special. Every Bro, it's, every time I go out there, I don't know what I've done to make the people love me like they do. But I'm so thankful that they do. You got that thing about you, man. And I, yeah, and I said man. this a lot on the show. Like you got that thing about you that people just gravitate towards, whether you're a good guy, bad guy. There's certain folks that walk around this earth and he, the, the airport test that we yeah. passed. Right? Yeah. Like, you oh, pass with flying colors, you know what I'm saying? So last year you weren't here. You're back here. Biggest WrestleMania of the year. Tag team showcase. You and Ricochet. Good luck this weekend. It's going to be fantastic, yeah, man. man. Uh, it's good to have you back. It's really so good, good to, to be home. I, like I said, it's, it's great. I'm looking forward to my first WrestleMania back. Uh, I got something special up the sleeves for y'all, too. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you, gentlemen.